Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Dreamer to Entrepreneur. We are so excited to have you all here today um, listening. Me and Brittany have been trying to figure out what we wanted to talk about this week, and we decided on a topic that I think is very important. And we're going to chat a little bit today about mom guilt, what it is, and how to help overcome it. Both of us are moms. I know that there are a lot of moms out there listening. So yeah, we thought it was a great topic to discuss with you all listening here today. And yeah. Welcome to the Dreamer to Entrepreneur podcast, a show designed to motivate and inspire women to stop sitting on the sidelines of life and finally take action towards accomplishing their dreams. Join us, Brittany Hughes and Amanda Benedict, as we share business advice, as well as our own experiences of starting and building a successful business while also juggling mom life. You'll also hear from other amazing women who bring their own message and advice to the show through inspiring interviews. It's all collaboration over competition here. Get ready to dream big, take action, and always show kindness. Let's dive in. So I guess, Brittany, do you want to maybe explain to our listeners what is mom guilt in your your thoughts? Yeah. So mom guilt is pretty much when you are, so I feel like every single mom, probably every single mom on this planet has felt mom guilt probably Mm -hmm. daily. Um, I actually found an article and it was so interesting reading it. Um, This is from... I think it's a recent article, but they did the study back in 2017, but it says we spoke to 900 moms and found these results that a staggering 78% of moms revealed that they feel guilty with 68% saying this occurred once or twice a day. The reason the majority cited not spending enough time with their kids was the main cause with 35% not trying enough activities with their kids and 34% blamed it on not being able to afford enough for their kids. And 61% of them said that they compared themselves to other moms and that the person that placed the most guilt on them is themselves. Mm -hmm. And so as moms, we... It's, we take on so much, um, you know, whether you're working out of your house, in your house, stay at home, mom, going to a, you know, corporate career or a, regardless of what you do, you're, you're working, you're cooking meals, you're uh, taking care of your spouse, um, partner. I mean, the list is, it's never ending. And so, I think as moms, we feel like we need to have our hands in so many different pockets of different things and trying to do it all perfectly. Mm -hmm. And even though we know, I mean, we know it's, it's physically impossible. Yeah. Like there's no, but we still, we put the blame on ourselves that, oh, I could, I should have done this. I should have going back to this article here, um, is a list of things that moms typically feel guilty for. So 
having to miss a school play because they went to work or school activity, um, school sport, thinking when the teacher needed to speak to me that she was going to tell me that my child did something bad rather than praise their behavior, not buying enough Christmas presents or birthday presents. I wasn't able to afford for my child to do an extra school sport, spending too much money on myself taking a time out for myself, not making dinner one night, ordering fast food, like just comment, you know, and the list goes on and on. I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to continue reading it, but it's just, it's, it's sad. And, um, like I said, it's something that we all do. And it's like you brought up earlier too. Like I know, obviously you and I are both entrepreneurs, so we're working moms and a lot of people listening to the show are working moms, but It also affects, I think it affects all moms, even if you are a stay-at-home mom, even if you are, you know, working for corporate nine to five job, if you're working from home, like I think it affects all moms. And it's something that we all kind of fall into this trap of feeling guilty. Um, And there's a quote, I think we've actually quoted it before on the show, but it is, it's from a book, Forget Having It All by Amy Westervelt. And it's the quote, we expect women to work like they don't have children and raise children as if they don't work. So it's like the moms that are working, you know, they're, they're fulfilling their career. They're fulfilling their goals. People look at them like, oh, well, why isn't she home with her kids? Why is she spending more time on her, her her job than her kids. She's a bad mom. But then you look at the moms who are stay-at-home moms or, you know, working part-time and really dedicating so much time to their kids and people look down on them and they're like, well, what in the world is she doing? She's so Mm -hmm. sloppy. She's so lazy. Like, can't she go get a job? She's her kids. Her, I don't know. She should be making, helping her Mm -hmm. husband make money. It's like, it's mom shame we get from people. Yeah. Well, and two, like with how the world has just become so like social media, everyone's on social media. And I know we've talked about this before in regards to businesses, but just like life and people in general, what you see on social media is not like, no, the real, like it is the like pretty shot of the little little, small, little thing, Uh but you're not seeing the whole big picture, not seeing all of the things that went into making this one perfect shot. Yeah. So I think, you know, like the whole mom guilt has only, I don't want to say has gotten worse, but has been like thrown in our face. Yeah. Because we do have access. We do, you know, scroll on our phones and see these moms going on these trips or they're like, you know, X, Y, Z with their kids and like, oh, I'm not with my kids right now. I'm working or I'm, you know, I'm out of town a lot working. Yeah. And, you know, so I think it can be very, just like the culture we live in with social media um, being such a big part of it, it really can enhance that like mom guilt and really like, what's the right word? I can't think of it. Not exacerbate, but it just can, can make it even more intense and more when it, when it really shouldn't be. Yeah. Right. And I like immediately a, a meme came to mind and it's, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's a picture of Beyonce and I think it's her daughter and they're at a basketball game and Beyonce is holding like Beyonce just looks annoyed, but mm-hmm. she's got a juice box in her hand and she's like given her child like the juice box. And the meme is like, 
regardless of who you are, or how fabulous you look, you're always a child's mom or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, yeah, I think we, we have mom guilt because there is that um, comparison game, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, every single one of us, no matter who you are or what you do, we all go through the same things. Like, yeah, like Beyonce with her kid or holding the juice box. Like she feels probably mom guilt. Yeah. I think every mom on the planet goes through it because, you know, at the end of the day, like, like we love our children and you want the best for your child. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think most people want, you know, better for their child than they've had. And that's kind of desire just because you love your child and you don't want them to be without, you don't want them to struggle. You don't want them to, you know, feel the hurt of the world. And so, you know, I think all moms go through it. (laughs) I think it is just because we love our children. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when honestly, at the end of the day, what is important is that love, that love you have for your children. That is the most important thing, but you know, we're human and we let things get, you know, get in our heads and get us down and make us feel guilty when at the end of the day, if you're doing your best and you're loving your kids, like that's, that's what matters. Yeah. When was the, just to get on a personal level, when was the last time you felt mom guilt and what did you do to kind of get like overcome it and get out of that mind Mm -hmm. mindset? Um, girl all the time. And it's really hard for me. So, and I'm going to try and, (laughs) I'm going to try and talk about this without crying. Um, but it's really hard for me. Um, those of you who've been listening know that, you know, I'm divorced and I do share custody with my ex-husband and we have, you know, 50, 50 custody split custody, which kind of, it works out for my work schedule because I do end up having to travel a lot for work. And so I usually am able to schedule that around like the weekends they're at their dad's house. So it works really well for me as far as not having to like always find childcare or whatnot, because I wouldn't be with my kids anyway, but it's hard because like, you know, I have to go long periods of time without seeing my kids. And that's like, the worst thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm like holding back tears because I literally haven't seen my kids, um, in a week. And so, yeah, I feel mom guilt all the time. And a lot of the times I, I miss them so terribly when they're gone and then they'll be back for like a day. And then I just, you know, get overwhelmed with just motherhood. (laughs) And then I feel a whole nother type of guilty because then I'm like, you know, I'm not doing enough. I'm not being enough. I'm not, you know, being the best mom I can be. And especially too with, you know, my son who's had a hard time since the separation and divorce. And, you know, we've had him in therapy and all those things, but still whenever, you know, your kids are having troubles or making trouble at school or struggling with something like then you feel guilty because you feel like, well, that's my fault. Like, what did I do? You know, yeah. that kind of, yeah. So to answer your question, yes, I feel mom guilt all the time. And a lot of the times, like I try and, you know, keep myself busy. Um, I try and focus on the positive things, like what I have done, right. What 
you know, and, and what I'm kind of grateful for and things about my children that I am grateful for. And that kind of helps me, Mm -hmm. you know, try and move past those guilty feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I can't kudos to all of the moms that have like gone through divorce or, I mean, even if you haven't been married and you're, you know, you're dealing with that type of situation where you're not able to see your kids all the time. Like I feel, I Mm -hmm. feel for y'all because that is, um, it has to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's yeah, definitely not a, (laughs) yeah, not a fun experience, but I mean, uh, you know, I, um, your, your parents are still together, right? They're not. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you grew up with parents that are still together. Mm-hmm. Which is fantastic. I, my parents divorced when I was two, three, I mean, I was little, so yeah. I, you know, I've grown up with divorced parents and my dad lives four hours away. Like I've always like, it's, it's all I've ever known. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think as pan, like, I can't speak to it because I myself am not divorced, but as a kid that has divorced parents, like I think as parents, you guys, I'm sure, like you said, you feel guilty for, for having your kids, you know, not Mm -hmm. be with you at all times, but me being a child of a divorced parents, like it's, I can't say that it affected me because it's all I've ever known. And yeah, like you, you just can't feel guilt. And I mean, yeah. I think your kids, they see you and like what you have accomplished. And I mean, yeah, you're traveling a lot, but you get to take them on little mm-hmm. adventures. And yeah. I mean, especially Lila, I know oh she's going to grow up and she's going to think you are the coolest mom <laughs> for owning Blue G. She loves working. Like, oh, I'm she, sure. Oh my gosh. Sure. Whenever because in the truck, I have one jump seat. So I can take one of them with me. Like, so usually if James has like a baseball game, like he'll go to his game. And then if I have to work, I'll take her with me. And girl, she loves it. <laughs> she is all about it. She's oh, going to be sure. showing you all the t-shirts, all the things <laughs> like, you know, she, if little kids come in here, she brings out her toys. She's playing with the little kids. Like she is all about it. So I love it. Yeah, I do. I am grateful to that. I do get to have those experience with them and even, you know, take them on traveling adventures. I think it was like one of our first episodes we ever filmed. Like I was in Nashville with the kids. I remember that. I can't remember which number it was, but yeah, I was like in, it was her birthday. We, I had to go to Nashville with spring break. So I took them with me and we made a whole like trip out of it. And we, I filmed in the bathroom of the hotel. Yeah. Um, Oh goodness. And one of them fell off the bed and got hurt in the middle. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so it's, it's kind of, you know, I try and focus on like those kind of moments and what they do, you know, get to experience with me. That's one thing that also kind of helps like you like deal with it and see like the positive side and not, you know, harp on the negative side, which can be easy. Right. And I know, you know, that's, I know I've talked about on here before. That's something I struggle with, especially with the anxiety and depression. Once you kind of get down, it is, Mm -hmm. it it can be a quick spiral towards. Um, so it's better to try and like focus on the good and, you know, not, not be too hard on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think like, I know 
especially on this podcast, I feel like we try to, you know, we're always giving tips for being motivational and, you know, tips for overcoming stuff. And I also want to say that it's okay to feel your feelings. Like to those that are listening, like I don't, like, I think for me, I try so hard. If I'm feeling a negative feeling, it's like, I automatically, I need to think of a positive, like get out of that mindset Mm -hmm. and be positive. But I think something that I'm trying to work on is it's also okay to feel your feelings. And if you're Mm -hmm. feeling guilty about anything, it's okay. Let yourself feel Mm -hmm. that and, you know, learn like, why are you feeling that? And then um, try and turn it around. But I think like mom guilt, we can think that we are being bad moms because we have negative thoughts or we have, you know, those moments of like where you're feeling down and it's okay. I I feel like we live in a world where there's a lot of people that are just throwing positivity in your face Mm -hmm. and say, oh, you shouldn't have those thoughts, like quickly turn around and, and, you know, you should be happy all the time. And you're being a bad mom because you're, you're not putting on a happy face for your kids. And I think that in itself creates mom guilt because Mm -hmm. you cannot all the time. Yeah. You can't keep it together. Yeah. Let yourself feel the emotions that you're feeling and just know that we're all feeling them at some point. We are all feeling them. And yeah. And I like what you said to feel your feels and obviously we're not going to get on here and, and, you know, we're, are going to try and give you tips to encourage and uplift you. Cause that for me is one way that I feel better. I do it for myself by sharing these tips with y'all. It helps me feel better, but it is important to you to feel this feels to have sometimes like having a good cry is like, yeah, therapeutic. Sometimes you just need to let those feelings out, let them out and then move on. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I know like we do try and encourage and support you all, but at the same time too, like we're humans and we have the feels and we have the down days. And there have been days before we've recorded that I was crying all day (laughs) and then we get on and then we record and chat. And, you know, this is almost like therapeutic for me, just getting you know, to have this connection with you, Brittany, and then with, you know, our listeners out there and just getting to chat, getting to have these conversations, you know, that's a form for me just of encouragement and uplifting that kind of lifts my spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Just to know that you're not alone. Cause I know Mm -hmm. we've had um, people reach out to us. I was actually just talking to one of my friends the other day and she's like all in her emotions about like mom guilt. And I I think sometimes just talking to somebody and knowing you're not alone, especially as small business owners. I mean, you, some days I talk to my husband and Grant and because I work from home. So it's like, I talk to those two, I see them every day and, you know, sometimes they, I, they can get on my nerves. And so I think just as small business owners, especially the ones that work from home, like find another mom that you can talk to. Yeah. Find that support. And yeah, whether it's your mom, whether it's a mom friend, find that support and find, you know, almost like a role model that you can kind of, you know, connect with and encourage and just chat because I guarantee you they've probably been through it. And that's why I really have always loved being friends with people 
much older than I am. Yes, um, so I'm, you know, now in my mid thirties, but even since I was, you know, in my teens, I always liked befriending people who were, you know, 20 years, 25 years, my senior, uh, even more just because I feel like they have wisdom. They have been in my shoes. They, you know, just can provide a different, an outlook. Like they can see a bigger picture than I can see. I almost feel like as you age, you know, when you're young, you have this small little ideal of your world. And as you grow and mature and age, you know, that picture just gets bigger and bigger. So I have always been drawn to befriending older women just because I think that that support that they can give you and that, you know, vision that of, of the world that they can give you can really be you know, just great and then yeah. advice and support and just kind of helping you see that bigger picture that, you know, in your, in your mind and your like horse blinder vision of the world, like that you aren't seeing, they can kind of help with that. Yeah. And I know that, cause I've heard this said before that it's hard to make friends as a mom or as you get mm-hmm. older, which I mean, that's very true, mm-hmm. but I feel like we could do a whole episode on like how to find people to like how to find friends as adults or, or moms. But like there's, um, I know in our area, we're very lucky with where we live, where there's so many now popping up of, um, women, like women, business owner, mm-hmm. networking support groups. And I, I would, I think that's just huge. So I would get on Facebook, look for maybe a Facebook group or Google it, but groups in your area and your state Mm -hmm. that have other mompreneurs, female business owners, join that. Even, Mm -hmm. you know, you could also join like a fitness group somewhere where there's other moms. But yeah, it is hard because we're not, especially if you work from home, you're not going somewhere every day where you can physically meet people. So I think finding groups or something like that to join mm-hmm. where you can meet people, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And don't be afraid to have a little bit of me time as a mom. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a big thing that causes mom guilt is you're like, you know, you are always putting your kids first and you should, but you also have to keep in mind that like you can't fill other people's cups if your cup is empty. Mm-hmm. So find time for yourself. Find, you know, it doesn't have to be a lot of time. It can be a little bit of time. Just find time for yourself. And part of that too, like if you can find a supportive group, a mom's group or something that you can, you know, take that time, connect with others. And kind of fill your glass up a little bit because then you will be, you'll be able to be a better mom to your kids, you know, like, yeah, I love that, that saying about your glass, you can't fill other people's glasses because it's so very true. Like if you just run yourself into the ground, like then you, you know, aren't going to be able to be the best mom that you can be. And I think that, you know, I know I do. I've felt guilty about it before, felt guilty about going out and getting a manicure because, you know, I wanted to, and, mm-hmm. but you, you, sometimes you do have to do things for you. Right. Yeah. And even if it's something that isn't going out and spending money, you know, I know 
if you're in the new stages of parenthood as a stay-at-home mom, you may not be able to afford going to get a manicure, but something as simple as taking a like a bubble bath or I don't know, watching a new movie that just came out on Netflix, but like an hour or two of just you time where, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's in your own house, just you alone mm-hmm. can just really fill up your cup. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost, for me, and I've always been like a worker. I've always loved working. It just, I've, maybe I've just always had great jobs that I loved going to, but I've always loved to work. Even in school, I loved going to school. I loved doing homework. Like I've just always loved working. So like for me, as like crazy as it sounds, is like that was a way that I kind of filled my cup was, you know, by work and getting to be creative. Mm-hmm. I know that helped me like when I became a new mom you know, with both my kids, unfortunately, because of the financial situation, I did have to go back to work after a few weeks, (laughs) three weeks after Lila, I was back at work and which, you know, like it's hard to leave your baby, but two, you know, I was fortunate enough to have a job where I got to be creative and I got to, you know, kind of create and do something for myself, you know, while I was also getting paid because I needed the money. And, you know, so it kind of benefited me in a way, you know, being a working mom, as much as it sucks to leave your baby, you know, being able to use work as a creative outlet that also benefited my family. Yeah. I mean, I know just us too, with our businesses. I mean, starting my business is, I know sometimes like you said, you're, you travel a lot and that brings guilt. I mean, me with my business, there's been days when I felt guilt, but at the end of the day, our businesses fill our cup. And another thing I think too, as, as moms that we can tend to feel guilty about, which we shouldn't is asking for help. There is nothing wrong with asking for help. We are, we're not wonder woman. Okay. Let's be honest. <laughs> I am not Wonder Woman. I need help. And there's nothing wrong. And especially like we were talking about earlier, being a new mom, like, or being a new mom to your second baby and that adjustment. And you go through so many physical and mental changes during motherhood that we can't always do it by ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. There's nothing wrong with asking help. There's nothing wrong with getting help. So don't, be afraid and don't feel guilty about that because, you know, again, we're not Wonder Woman. And, right. and like we're talking about social media, the Kardashians and all that, they got nannies. Yes. They exactly. got people taking care of their kids for them. Exactly. <laughs> so they're, they got the help. Like you may exactly. not see it, but they got the help. So you can have the help too. Right. And there's nothing, nothing wrong with it. So I think just giving yourself grace. Mm-hmm knowing that there's no such thing as a perfect parent. Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest things that you can do that can really help. And I mean, I've had to do it myself is whatever social media platform you're on. For me, it's Instagram. I get on Instagram and trying so hard to like stop this habit. But the last thing I do every night, the first thing I do every morning is get on Instagram. I never really post on Instagram like too much personal things, but I just scroll 
and you can get sucked in, especially like now, these days with mom influencers, with influencers mm-hmm. being like the number. Did you know that kids in school these days and being coming an influencer is the number one job they want to have? I did not know that. That's not insane. <laughs> help us. <laughs> If that's what this generation, ooh, Lord help us. We need you our doctors. Wait. and our- <laughs> You just wait till Lila wants to be an influencer. Oh my gosh. No, she wants to be a cooker, like a chef. Oh, so that's she, precious. Yeah, she tells, but she doesn't realize it's called a chef. She thinks it's called a cooker. So oh, she's like, cooker. I'm going to be a cooker. <laughs> okay. You be yeah. a cooker. <laughs> Do a little easy bake oven. You go cook your heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, with influencers and I mean, clearly influencer, that's not going anywhere. That's just mm-hmm. a job these days, but like mom influencers, mom bloggers there, you get on there. I follow so many and I, because I like their like style and their fashion, but then you get on their thing and you see all these pretty pictures. And then like we were talking about earlier, that can get like into mom guilt. And I'm like, well, why does her hair always look so perfect? And I look like crap 95% of my week. And her kids always look so like perfect and polished clothes. And, and you can just, again, go down that rabbit hole, but you have to think like, she's an influencer. She, this is probably like five hours of her day that she has set aside to work and make this picture perfect. But then also think about what you're consuming. And if that is getting you down, delete them, unfollow them. Mm -hmm. It's not required to follow any of these people. Mm -hmm. So follow people that are going to make you feel good about yourself. I know specifically, oh, what is her name? Because all of you guys need to follow her. It is papaya, the bird. Yes. I know. I know you're talking about because she's like always showing like her stretch mark, you know, like just real, like very real, like not afraid to show her stretch marks. Yes. The birds papaya. I'll we'll have it linked in the show notes. But she is just I love her as a mom because she and she'll she flat out tells you on Instagram that she's battled, I think, anorexia, but she's been divorced. She's like she has a whole backstory and she used to feel so much mom guilt until she just kind of changed her life around. And now she like she just had a photo shoot on the beach in a small little bikini, like you said, like letting her stretch marks, her belly show. And, and I mean, that's, I love following her. And so I think women make sure you're consuming the content that is going to motivate you and inspire you, mm-hmm. not make you feel like crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. And if you're following someone and you notice that you, you know, are starting to feel bad, like they can be a wonderful person, but just unfollow because if it's not uplifting you, then you don't need to see it. Right. Yeah. They won't be offended. They won't notice. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Are there any other tips or tricks or advice that you have for conquering mom guilt? I think for me, I know um, it can come down to just think about your values and you know, everybody's different. I think every family is different. Every mom is different. How you mom is different. So just because you see somebody momming the way they mom doesn't mean you need to mom that way. Like you do you. I know for me, I think one of a mom guilt thing that can kind of get to me is I have one child. So I, the question that grinds my gears, good Lord, it's been almost seven years now and I get it all the time is 
when, when are you going to have baby number two? Is, is baby number two coming? Are you not going to give him a sibling? You're not going to have another baby. And I, I swear, I just need a t-shirt that says, no, mom of one. Don't ask yeah. me because it's so fresh. Mom of one getting things done. Yes. <laughs> it's so frustrating. And, um, I mean, and there's people that will even be like, well, he needs a sibling. He needs a playmate. You're not like, you're not being a good parent because you're not giving him a sibling. He has to be so lonely. Who's he going to have when you guys die? And I mean, all of those questions, they, I mean, they can get to you as a mom. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm at a point now after seven years where I'm just like, it goes in one ear and out the other because I'm just over it because I've heard it so much. But like early on, I think, I mean, that's one thing that it really used to get to me, but I, I came to a point where it's just like, remember my like values. Like we are very happy as a family mm-hmm. of three financially. Like we didn't want more kids because more kids are expensive. Oh yeah. <laughs> Me with my anxiety, like my, I, I, my son is love him with every fiber of my being, but I think I would like jump off the deep end if there was another one running around. <laughs> so I think you know, I just, I bring it back to this is my little family. Like I am bombing the best way I know how. So the mom of seven kids over there, that's being super mom and doing fantastic. Good for her. I will clap for her and cheer her on, but I am doing the best I can with my little family of three. And so I have just learned to be happy and proud of that. And I think it's it, as moms, like we always say on this podcast, we need to just cheer for each other and help, mm-hmm. help each other out as much as we can. Yes. It's like, good gracious. The, the mom guilt is real. Like the mom with seven kids, she's feeling all the guilt. The mom with one kid, she's feeling all the guilt. And so I think just giving everybody grace, give yourself grace. It's just, yeah. Give, I always say that, like, just do your best and give yourself grace. And also like by giving yourself grace, you are also teaching, you know, your kids to be gracious and be gracious with themselves. And I know like we were talking about earlier in this episode that, you know, we try and be stoic and we try and like and put, put on a happy face in front of our kids. And I just don't think that that's realistic. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with like breaking down in front of your kids. I do it all the time. Because that's natural, nor that's a human emotion. And even like with everything that I've gone through mm-hmm. with, with James and therapy, and he he has seen it. He has seen mama ugly cry so many times. He has seen it. And he's like very, he's similar to me, very emotional, very sensitive. But I will catch these glimpses of times where he will be doing something that is like, consoling his sister. Like she, you know, something went wrong or whatnot. She's four, about to be five. She's throwing a temper, you know, all upset crying for, and he will console her and he will talk with her. No, you know, let's take some deep breath. Let's do, you know, all these things. And even, you know, I've heard at school this past year, like about him consoling friends and classmates that are upset and going through something. And had he not seen that and experienced that and recognized those behaviors, he wouldn't have learned the coping skills he has. And I think it's very like valuable for children to be able to recognize and identify emotion and, you know, 
be able to cope and handle them and know how to react and behave. I think that is only beneficial. So, you know, we like to put up a strong front for our kids, obviously, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with them seeing you be vulnerable because that's normal. And they, you know, they need to know that's normal, that those behaviors and those actions and those feelings are Mm-hmm. A normal part of life, normal part of being human. Right, right. Even getting upset. I know um, in that list I was reading earlier of things that moms feel guilty for. One of them was getting upset over getting upset at the kid or letting the kids see me upset that they weren't listening or something like something like that. And it's like, even like that, I think us as moms, we feel guilty for, you know, if they're doing something bad and we get mad and we (laughs) yell and then we're all automatically like guilty because, oh my gosh, I just yelled at my child. I'm a horrible mom. Mm -hmm. But no, you're a normal mom. We all yell. And yeah, just like you said, it's, Mm -hmm. yeah, you shouldn't feel guilty for showing emotion. The last one that I have that I swear by is motivation, finding some sort of motivational piece to listen to, whether that be a podcast in the mornings when I'm taking my son to school, I always listen to a motivational episode and it like, I'm not a morning person, but when I wake up and I get in the car, like on my way home, I'm ready to start my day after just listening to that motivational podcast. If you prefer reading a book, um, a motivational book or a motivational playlist, documentary, whatever it be, find some motivational piece to just kind of mm-hmm. get you in oh yeah a good mindset I end up listening to a lot of like audiobooks cuz I'm you know traveling I'm on the road a lot and even you know when you're tired and you're exhausted it kind of can kind of right. you know lift you up so yeah I definitely agree you know finding some kind of thing that can motivate and encourage you is really a really good tool to use And then the only, the only other thing like that, I kind of was thinking that could benefit is talking to someone like going to therapy. If, you know, I think that for a long time, there's been a stigma about seeking out counseling or seeking out therapy, that there's something wrong with you if you go or what, and no, like it can just be helpful to sit there and talk to someone who is outside of your, you know, circle, who's not going to judge you, who can just give you, you know, unbiased opinions, advice, tools to use. So don't be afraid to seek out therapy or counseling or, you know, someone to talk to if you're really, really struggling to kind of get you back on track and in a good state of mind. Because, you know, the best the way you can be the best mom is to do your best and be your best. You know, we're going to fail. We're going to, you know, have our down moments, mm-hmm. but, you know, try your best, do your best. And that's your kids are going to love you regardless. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And know that it is motherhood is a fate or yeah, it's just like a small little window. And I know for the moms listening that have newborns or new babies and you're in like the new season of life. Like I remember it was, it's, it can be such a lonely time. And like, especially if you're a business owner and you've like, I can't even imagine having a running a business while having a newborn like that in itself just has to be a lot, but know that any like anxiety, anything that you're feeling like 
it's a small little window. So, you know, like we said, allow yourself to feel the feelings, but know that like you're not alone. Know that the days of being alone with your baby and it's almost like it's, it's a stage of life and, you know, things are always changing. It's just like a phase. Like it's just a phase, a small portion of your life, a day in your life, a week in your life, a season of your life. And things will change. Things will evolve. Things will get better. Yeah. Oh, try not to, um, for the moms that are at home and you're thinking that you wish you were working, know that the time will come for when you can focus on work and like your time will come, I guess, enjoy the moment. Yeah. Enjoy the season you're in because life is a big, long book and we have lots of different chapters to just enjoy the chapter that you are in because two or three chapters from now, your life could look completely different. Three and a half, four years ago, my life looked completely different. Right. Right. Don't stress yourself out. Don't give in too much to the mom guilt. Don't waste your time trying to be perfect because you're not going to be perfect and enjoy the moment right now that you have Mm -hmm. with your kids because it goes by so, so fast. And yeah, just, just know that any of the guilty things that you're feeling, you're not alone. We're all in this together. We've told y'all, I think every episode that if you need somebody to talk to, you need, you know, somebody to help you with business ideas or Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a question about business, Amanda and I are always here, always here to help with, even if you just need somebody to talk to. We're here to help. We're here. Reach out. Since the beginning have always been, you know, community over competition. We are here to love and support you. I don't care if you're doing the exact same thing that I'm doing with work. I want to encourage you. I want to uplift you. I really believe there's room for a whole lot of us up top. And, you know, we want to help you get there. We rise by rising others. Mm -hmm. Yes. So if you want to reach out, feel free to shoot us a DM on our Instagram at dreamer.2.entrepreneur. And we will talk to you guys in two weeks. Thank you for listening to our mommy show. Please subscribe and share with all your friends. See you in two weeks. Have a good day.